just wanted to say Happy Holidays! <laughs> You're listening to episode 117 of the Mad Chatters podcast, December 21st, 2016. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of the Mad Chatters podcast, your very important date with the happenings at Walt Disney World and around the Disney universe. I'm Derek, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Matthew. Hey there. And Jeremy. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. It is our special Christmas episode, so we've got some Christmas things we want to do later on. But to start... We've got a bit of news to discuss. Now, Matt, I'm going to send it over to you first because you brought this first bit of news to our attention. Yeah, this past week, uh, Disney released um, a fun little video um, that was, in essence, a formal announcement of the uh, some of the cast, the voice, uh, voice cast for the upcoming DuckTales reboot revival coming to 2017 coming in 2017 to disney xd which has been long awaited and uh looks like it's going to be interesting so um the the cast as announced is uh, as follows the uh, nephews huey Dewey, and louie will be played by danny pudi ben schwartz and bob uh, bobby moynihan um danny Dan- pudi the one from snl no, Danny Pudi is the one from Community, if you're a fr- fan of that show like I am. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bobby, whatever his last name is, he was from SNL. And yeah. then Ben Schwartz, wasn't he on, uh, on Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec, yeah. John Ralphio. John Ralphio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious about how this is going to work. Are they going to do like, 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 I wonder if they're doing like, um, like the duck. Now, you know how Daisy Duck used to have... You know, the duck sound like Donald. And then in the modern adaptations of Daisy, she's like a just a, like a woman voice. I wonder if they're going with just like a boyish voice or 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 what, or if they're going to do the duck voice. That's interesting. I would guess just just like boyish voices because they pick three guys who are very hyper. Yeah, and animated. And so I feel like it's just going to be them talking quickly like, you know, excited boys do. Yeah. Um, and then 
Um, some of the other cast, uh, Beck Bennett as Launchpad McQuack. God help me with this name. Uh, Tox Alagundoye as Mrs. Beakley. And uh, Katie Masucci as Webby Vanderquack. I'm guessing that's how you say her last name. I only re- recognize her from Big Bang Theory. Who does she play on there? I didn't look at the minor she cast. Raj's girlfriend for just a, maybe yeah. half of a season. The little mousy looking girl. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on that show, um, Raising Hope. I remember her. And I think the big one that, that people were like, oh, well, that that's interesting, was uh, David Tennant as uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's a big deal. That is I a know. huge deal. And if there are not Doctor Who references throughout the show, I'm yeah. going to be very disappointed. Um, I'm not a Doctor Who person, so uh, God help me. But um, what was the – I told you all about Broadchurch, which was a crime miniseries. I think it's from the U.K. or – or, um, yeah, it was on BBC America. Yeah, but then they made an American version. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, that's right. And it was the exact same story, but with American actors. Well, it was a different ending. Okay. Um, and he he played... He, he was in both, but he was an American, obviously, in, in this one. Yeah, so silly. Uh, but if you watch the original, and you hear his original accent, I think maybe a little more gruff, you know, with Scrooge McDuck, I think you get a little taste of... Of how that's going to be. The other three I don't know anything about. The Mrs. Beakley character, uh, Kate Masucci, I, I do. So I, I don't, I don't know. Beck Bennett. I don't know. David Tennant and the three nephews. Like those, to me, that is so spot on, and it makes me even more excited for it. Now here's, um, I told y'all this when we were when we were watching it. You know, we had watched it, and I said, "Did you see this?" Y'all said you, uh, that. Uh, Jeremy said that. You know, he was talking about the cast and our message with e- with each other. And I said, uh, after watching the video, which is just all of these people singing portions of the DuckTales theme song, the original from the 80s. And, uh, you know, it cuts to different ones and it splices them all together and it's showing they're having fun and really overselling it a little bit. But it's fun. But one thing I told you guys that I noticed is like, um, that's not correct, is the various times when they got to the chorus and they were going DuckTales. And the song would be, woo and you could hear some of the people going, just just offering me kind of a half-hearted woo. And, <laughs> the, you know, the little stickler part of me was like, that's not it. And you clearly don't know this. Um, so, yeah, we, we hope that they do a little bit of research before plugging into that. Unless they redid the theme song for the new version. Maybe. Maybe it's just, that would be terrible. Yeah, that's bad. That's a bad change. If they just, woo, DuckTales, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the way you do it. I mean, it's so good. That sounds like the way, like, like your mom would say it. Like, when you're growing up, and she'd be like, you know, DuckTales, woo! And you're woo, like, woo. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> no, it's woo. Uh, now, Matt, you also mentioned bringing up Rogue One on this week's show. Do I, should I take that to mean you've seen it? Yeah. Have y'all seen it? Yeah, I saw it. I, I did not. I saw it uh, Thursday night at, at a little art theater here. Any spoiler-free thoughts? Oh, absolutely. I loved it. And I thought, uh, just to me now, to me, I thought it was better. It was a better viewing, watching character experience than Episode Seven. Okay. 
I mean, episode seven was great and I loved it. But this, you know, one of the things that people are latching on to, and I think accurately so, is the um, quote unquote fan service that it offers. Oh, yeah. Which is really now there's a fine line between, you know, uh, doing a lot of that. And then, as we say, uh, being on the nose about it towards gets like, ah, okay, all right. Yeah, that was in episode four. Um, but that they, they, they played the line very well. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I think maybe they crossed the line a little bit, but not enough to bother me. I can, I can, I can go with you there. Um, I thought the story was fantastic, and it's one of those things. Uh, I was reading a review, and I can't remember who it is, but know that it's not original to me. Um, and, and they were saying, you know, the story's great, and the ending is so seamless that at the end you're just thinking, well, of course that's how it happened. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and that is... It's it's perfect in that way, and I thought the cast was good. I did think that I did think that the um, the character development, you know, was a little like I, I I'm not really getting to know these people. No, the character development was not there. But the story was good. Uh, the music was good. I, it, you know, I was worried about seeing a Star Wars ish movie without John Williams, um, and and certainly some of his themes were in there. Uh, but the music by Michael Giacchino was was great and it was seamless it was you know it wasn't like it was noticeable so i think so too. i enjoyed it all around yeah i i very much enjoyed it and i'm glad i saw it um i love the story like that was a story worth telling because mm-hmm. you know in episode four we hear oh rebel spies stole secret planes okay but who, who stole the secret planes and where did they find them so i i love that we have these holes filled in now um i just feel like it, to me, it was not better than Episode 7. And I've heard other people say it was, so you're not alone there. Um, but I just feel like, even though the story was really good, I felt like it wasn't quite executed perfectly. And I think, like what you said about character development, that was one of the problems for me. Because um, it was like, there were a few big moments emotionally near the end, and I feel like the payoff wasn't quite there because we hadn't gotten to know the characters well enough by that point. Yeah. Um, but having said that, K2SO, I mean, steals the show completely. Yeah, he's great. I yeah. wanted more of him. But yeah, and uh, some of the transitions at the beginning were so jarring. I was like I was like trying so hard to find my footing in what was happening. Uh and I, I finally did after about 20 minutes, but it was like scene, 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 scene. Whew. But yeah. Definitely worth seeing. And shout out to the person who tweeted something to the effect of the very end like after the tag or excuse me, the tag of the movie after the uh, ending credits should have been Bob Iger burning extended universe novels and yeah, and just saying you wasted all these years, nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a good movie, good movie, and a and a worthy addition to, I guess, the Star Wars canon. Anyway, um, now there is one bit of news you you guys didn't mention, but I do want to briefly talk about. So how about? more restaurants than just Be Our Guest are getting alcohol very soon. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, if you're going to have it at Be Our Guest. Yeah, are there people that are really upset about it? Oh, I'm sure. I haven't seen those people, but... I would not understand. I mean, I I, I mean, yeah, I know. It's just kind of tradition that the Magic Kingdom does not serve that but if, if they've already done it with be our guest then i mean yeah you can't just pretend be our guest doesn't do it you know yeah who cares anymore well and let us not kid ourselves and think that walt was this great uh teetotaler either 
I mean, even at Disneyland, they served alcohol in Club 33 from the beginning. So yeah, it was not a moral thing whatsoever. Yeah, Walt just wanted to have a place where you know, back in the day, I guess the carnivals and such that was a major thing that happened there. Yeah. So he wanted a place where that wasn't going to be a dominant thing. Um, I think it's a great idea. Now I can stop sneaking booze in. Yeah. <laughs> in your cooler. <laughs> well, listen, if you ever see me drinking Gatorade at the Magic Kingdom, don't grab it and start chugging. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, um, to clear that up, yes, you can get it at Be Our Guest, and then starting this week, they'll also have it at Tony's, Skipper Canteen, and Cinderella's Royal Table. So there you go. It is spreading. But enough of the news. Let's go ahead and kick off this very special Christmas episode with a round of Disney hashtags. Hey, Jeremy, what hashtag are we doing today? Tonight's hashtag is hashtag Disneyfy Christmas. Okay. That's different from what I thought it is. Oh, <laughs> but what was what was it originally? I thought it was just songs. Disney-fy, Disney-fy Christmas songs. It is Disney-fy a Christmas. Wasn't this your idea? (laughs) It was. I forgot the original idea, though. Disney-fy a Christmas song. Well, you're going to have different answers then. Oh, that's all right. All right, so we're just going to go around the horn, okay? (laughs) Okay. So hashtag Disney-fy a Christmas song. That's right. Ready? Yes. Deck the halls of presidentials. Why not just presidents? <laughs> that that didn't flow with the two <laughs> presidents. Okay, um, Christoph got run over by his reindeer. Sven uh-huh. is his name. Oh, uh, can I piggyback off of that one real quick and skip you for a second, Matt? Because mine was Grandma Willow got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> well, I want to piggyback off of that one. <laughs> <laughs> and say, rocking around, Grandmother Willow. <laughs> 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 it didn't make any sense. Uh, but we're rocking around her. Would you like to do any piggybacking, Matt? No, mine's completely different. Mine okay. are more like, you know, add a word uh, with the, the song title. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that direction with it. Um, so my first one is everybody's favorite. Oh, holy Arabian Nights. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's good. Five roadie earrings. Nice. He probably owns a lot more than that. Um. Well, since there is actually a Disney character named Darling, I feel like it's appropriate to sing, "Merry Christmas, Darling. Here's a dog for you." Because they because mm. they gave her a dog. Oh, it's Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Yes. All right. Took yeah. me a second. Worth it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Go tell it on Bald Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. They need Jesus. I like that. <laughs> um, can I do my Go Tell It? Sure. Um, Go tell it on Splash Mountain that Jesus Christ show is born. Uh, <laughs> show is born. Oh, Chestnuts yeah. roasting on an open fire. 
Jack Sparrow nipping at your nose. Yuck. No, thank you. Get off of me, Jack. <laughs> Joy to part of your world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good. This one's long. I'm sorry. Hold on. I have to get the tune. Hey, look, our cars are swinging. The dwarfs are singing a tune. Come on, it's lovely weather for a mine train ride together with you. They're just so, like, w real. Like, they're not, they're, they're just, they're real. Like, yeah. that could be a real thing. Well, you doesn't quite rhyme with tune, so I also had our cars are swinging, the dwarfs are singing hi-ho. Come on, it's lovely weather for a mine train ride together with you. <laughs> <laughs> Tune and you are better. Okay. Yeah. Okay, writing that down. If you say tune and then you sing you really proper like you, then you got it. Cool. Uh, my next one's fairly obvious. Um, let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That is really good. Yours are good. Oh, I'm glad. I'm very impressed. Now, am I allowed to put a a Christmas thing and a Disney song? Sure. You're going to christmas a Disney song. Yes. You'll bring Donner to us all and Blitzen and Rudolph and the other yeah, reindeer. Yeah, we get it, we get it, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks to Frozen After... Nope. Thanks to Frozen <laughs> Ever After. There's a marshmallow man in World Showcase. That... Uh... My now one, next one is uh, inspired by George Frederick Handel's The Messiah, The Hallelujah Chorus, and that rousing number, Just Can't Wait to Be King of Kings. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yes. You see Jesus singing that as a child. <laughs> and all, like, the camels are raising him up. Like, they're spitting, right. they're spitting water, and it's lifting him up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Pirates told me drink rum, 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 rum. Uh-uh. <laughs> I feel like there's a yo-ho-ho-ho to be had there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yo-ho-ho-ho-ho. Jimmy Buffett's Christmas album, there's a song called Yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. There you go. Um, we three caballeros. <laughs> <laughs> From Mexico are. Well, yeah. no. And Brazil. And Donald is from a steamboat. Okay, my last one is a is a personal story, but if it's three months before Christmas, that cast member gave to me a free mug from Liberty Tree Tavern. Remember that? I do. It's a good day. <laughs> It's time once again for us to host a Mad Q Party, one of our favorite segments in which we present 10 hypothetical questions related to the Walt Disney Company, and then we go around the proverbial circle, I guess, and present our answers. This week, in order to get in the Christmas spirit, we thought we'd host a Christmas-themed Mad Q Party, which means all of the questions are related to Christmas or the winter season. 
Um, as exciting as all of those things are, what's even more exciting is that this week we are joined by special guests and good friends of ours, John and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. We're excited to have you. We are so excited to be here. <laughs> well, good. Okay, so before we start, why don't you tell our listeners like your history with Disney, what brings you to the parks, things like that. Well, we uh, we have been lifelong Disney fans. I think I was, um, first time we went to Disney, I was probably zero and have <laughs> gone every year since then. And uh, we've taken our kids starting at zero. And uh, we may have even conceived one in that park. I don't know. <laughs> um, in the park? <laughs> That's not true. FYI. So we, we really love the parks. And so uh, we... You know, knowing you guys, going to school with you guys, we actually ran into Derek, I think, at Disneyland in November. That's right. And Yep, November of last year. And then this year, we we have annual passes for the first time. And so as a family, we've been six times Mm -hmm. to Disney World uh, this year and have run into Derek, I think, what, twice or once? twice and then a third time we were there at the same time but we just didn't cross paths that's right that's right so we kept running on running into derek at um in, on main street yeah around the park and i said you know one of these days i'm gonna have to be on this podcast that we've been listening to so once you slid me some money under the table i was like all right i guess we will have you on the show it wasn't even that much so that was good <laughs> yeah i it's so funny because we we both live in nashville and i never ever see you and then the fact that we saw each other on the other side of the country, I was like, what are you guys doing here? It's crazy. What are the chances? So weird. But hey, I'm glad you guys are on the show today, joining us all. So since you are... Oh, you know what? Now that I, now that we're talking about this, I believe, John, I ran into you less than a week after you just had your most recent child. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... It was close. Where's that- the family? It's like, well, you know, they just got home from the hospital. So... <laughs> That may or may not be true, but I was, it was because of my wife and she's like, no, we're fine. You go with your friends. And so to be honest, we had had a lot of visitors in our house (laughs) (laughs) and I said, you know what? I think I might be okay with a little alone time. Go and hang out with the mouse. And so she's a champion. We we, we did. We just had number three this year. And so um, we have, we've had a lot of fun in the parks and continue to have some. Yeah. Our newest is four months old, and he's been twice already. So Wow. We're, we're breaking him in. <laughs> That's almost embarrassing. That's not a bad life. Not too bad. Mm. <laughs> well, since you guys are our special guests, would you like to uh, kick things off, do the honor of asking the first question? All right. So number one, the Hocus Pocus Bill and Spectacular was a huge success when Disney added it to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. What Disney film would you use to revamp the stage show during Mickey's very merry Christmas party? And you said what? We we kind of went with a. Uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, we we kind of went with a character more than a, a movie. But having the chance to go to both the not so scary Mickey or a Halloween party and the very merry Christmas party back to back this year. Um, I just kept having this image of Scrooge McDuck um, doing like a the, big Scrooge McDuck fan. One of my favorite characters is Scrooge yes. McDuck. And I just kept thinking if I could imagine the most amazing show where Scrooge McDuck would do a stage dive into a 
pile of coins. <laughs> <laughs> and I never could understand how he could jump into coins without getting hurt, but he seems to pull it off so well. And I just thought like a Scrooge McDuck Christmas Carol show would just be an epic thing there. Like a professional diver that dives into <laughs> from the top of Cinderella Castle. Absolutely. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say, from that little balcony that's right above the clock, that would be awesome. Is it a Tinkerbell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. So it's like a one-minute show. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a stunt show. <laughs> In a diving show. Merry uh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It might be a little better than what they have going on right now. I tell you, y'all. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. At least that was my opinion. I've talked to several people who loved it, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to piggyback off of that because I also said Scrooge McDuck should play a large part. Uh, I thought a show would be really cool if he was the host of the show. And it starts out with him being like all ball humbug. And then different characters from different films come in and try to teach him like the meaning of Christmas and why he shouldn't be grumpy. And so I thought first you could have Frozen, because let's face it, they're going to find a way to get Frozen into this. And they could teach him that only an act of true love can thaw a frozen heart. And then I figured (laughs) this is going to be really hard to do. But you just put some ice on the stage and you basically have like a Disney on Ice segment. Because I believe currently the Disney on Ice has inside out characters. And so I feel like Joy could come out there and do some skating and talk about like warm, joyful memories of Christmas time with family. And then the only good thing about the current show is that it ends with the song It Feels Like Christmas from the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> Spoilers if you haven't seen that. I'm so sorry. Um, so I feel like the finale could be the Muppets or at least the Ghost of Christmas Present Muppet. He comes out and they all sing It Feels Like Christmas and then voila, Scrooge McDuck now understands the meaning of Christmas and everyone's happy. I love it. I do too. Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, our guests give feedback. It does kind of have like a Christmas Carol-esque type of uh, storyline. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could dig that. Hey, thanks. Well, you're going to love mine. Maybe. Okay. Uh, it's a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> Uh, and I think lots of the now this is uh, this is just like the the theme. Okay, there's lots of things that are going to be in this, but Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, the hosts are not going to be Gonzo and Rizzo, but they're going to be Jacob and Robert Marley. So Statler and Waldorf are the hosts, and maybe they're projected on the castle or something. So they're the hosts, and they're here to teach us the meaning of Christmas, and they brought along their other spirits to help. And so the ghost of Christmas past, which is the most forgettable spirit in the Muppet Christmas Carol one. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever. We'll use her. Yeah. No, wait. What, is, what does he look like? Is she's she, like a little baby doll and she's, she's like, like floating a, in the air. a creepy porcelain doll. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's how she talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what this is all about. This is about Disney Christmases past present and future and for the past they so, so think like mickey's festival of fantasy where they like bring along their guests like here here's my little segment um the ghost of christmas past is bringing in um 
all of your favorites from the Disney afternoon. So Gummy Bears and Tailspin and DuckTales and Darkwing Duck are all there to celebrate the meaning of the season. Isn't that great? That's very you, Disney afternoon. Yeah. Because that's nostalgic. I mean, it's not like yeah. long past, but it's it's nostalgic. Um, present could be, you know, Frozen. You have to say Frozen, Tangled, you know, some, some modern things uh, teaching them the meaning of Christmas. And then for the future, um, this gets weird and iffy because I don't know, you know, what they would do. But projects and uh, Disney animated films and things they know are coming down the pike they could tease with uh, maybe the introduction of a character or a song or something from that and kind of gives a little free advertisement to all the people watching the show too and that's all about how disney has been part of your christmases um forever even if you don't realize it sounds good to me mm-hmm. okay i was a little um I, I, I played a little loose and goosey with the uh, the rules, and so mine is not based on a movie. Mine's based on a TV show. I hope that's all right. So mine is going to be uh, based on the Golden Girls episode, Have Yourself a Very Little Christmas. I want a just a reenactment of that episode on this Castle stage show, and that's going to be the Christmas stage show. Like played by... Uh... Like lookalikes of the actresses? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and if you remember, that's the episode in which the girls uh, go ahead and volunteer at the homeless shelter, and then Stan ends up being yes. the homeless shelter, and he's dressed as Santa at the end. Spoiler. Uh, I just think it's a nice episode. And so just, you know, reenacting that, it's like a 20 minute episode. It'd be wonderful. For like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be hey, like. Me and you sitting there watching it, and everybody else trying to figure out what. No, listen. If I would have told you two years ago that Hocus Pocus was going to be a stage show, you would have probably said the same thing. So is, there's there's a Golden Girls market out there. Not quite the same, but I I would watch it. Well, I think I'm going to have to watch that episode at least now. There you go. You you'll enjoy it. Do you know what season? Will it be your first episode ever? Uh, from start to finish, yeah. <laughs> oh okay i want to say it's maybe like season four five a true golden girls fan would know the answer oh <laughs> come at me bro come at me <laughs> okay i said this before we started recording but i'm gonna say it again two people have texted me since wednesday about some t-shirt they have at target that says stay golden and it has a huge picture of the four golden girls and they were like jeremy needs this and I'm like, oh, stop encouraging him. But I just love that people are texting you about it. Like nobody's texted me, but they're texting you. I don't think either of them have your number. That's why they did that. But oh, okay. I guess well. I can pass it along now that I'm talking to you. All right, I will read number two. What celebrity or celebrities would be on your dream list of candlelight processional hosts? Matt, why don't you start? Uh, well, Derek, even, I think we were talking about this a couple weeks ago at, at um, I don't remember if we were at the ice cream place or what by then, but some of the names I threw out there were, number one, Kelsey Grammer. I mean, big surprise. Um, love Frazier. I mean, what, he just, um, just got a nice voice. So, uh, Kelsey Grammer would be great. Maggie Smith. 
Oh. oh, I love Maggie Smith. Yes, that would be good. Um, I'm not sure what he sounds like when he speaks, but I would like to hear John Williams like speak. I think he'd be a good. I mean, he'd be a great like narrator. Maybe I, again, I don't know how he talks. Interesting. Um, wouldn't it be great if he gets up there and you're like, it's John Williams, and he's like, for unto us is yes. <laughs> one man's queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long sandwich, <laughs> and everybody just suddenly begins to. It's like that when you realize that your dad's not perfect. You know, when you're little, it's that <laughs> moment. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, maybe he can conduct. Yeah, the orchestra. Um, you know, I thought about George Lucas. His voice kind of annoys me, so <laughs> I kept him <laughs> off of it. Um, Steven Spielberg, I don't know if that'd be weird. I mean, he's done some things with Disney. Like, He's also <laughs> Jewish. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that wouldn't keep him from doing that, maybe. Uh, but he might not celebrate Christmas. Yeah. No, he might not. I feel like they've had other non... Maybe he'd be open to it. <laughs> yeah. Never hurts to ask. I mean, it's not like it's overtly... Well, yes, it is. I was uh, like, yes, it is. It's like New Testament. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like mainline, you know. It's, Jesus it's is like nice. The Bible. <laughs> yeah, um, Stephen Colbert. He'd be a good one, wouldn't he? That would be great. That would. I be think he, he's a really he's a really faithful Roman Catholic man. I feel like he would he would be fine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's a really smart individual. We, we all know that. I think he'd be good. I think he'd be good. Bring a little humor at the beginning and the end. Um, other than that, I couldn't think of anybody. I thought about Steve Martin, but he's like a vehement atheist, so I'm not sure that he would participate. Aw, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he would be really good. Yeah. Uh, just He might even play his banjo. That's true. Yeah, he's really into bluegrass. That would be cool. Um, I think when we were talking, Derek, I think I threw out Bill Murray. I didn't write him down, but Bill Murray would be great, too, I think. Oh, my gosh. Bill Murray would be a mess, but it would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. He could talk about Scrooge for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was in Scrooge, that Christmas classic. Family, a family favorite. Uh, that's, all, that's all on my list. I could keep going, but that's just a few inside my head. Okay, I'll go next. Um, on my list is my favorite male actor and my favorite female actress and that is Meryl Streep I think she would be wonderful and Nathan Lane oh my word <laughs> Jesus <laughs> oh Nathan Lane oh. that's something else I mean they would be entertaining I'm sure yeah do you think Meryl Streep would ever do this um, well, maybe, you know, she, yeah. she, I could see her doing it. Not right now. She's too popular, but give her like 10 more years if her popularity started to go away. But I doubt it ever will. I mean, she's Meryl Streep. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if Meryl Streep would do that. I mean, I kind of feel like, let's say like Betty White would do it right now. Oh, that would be amazing. She would kill it. Anyway. Word killer. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm not wishing that on her. No, no. Uh, so names that we actually wrote down uh, was, uh, I think Dolly Parton would absolutely say yes! that. Yes. We love Dolly. I mean, I mean, you just can't get more Christian than Dolly Parton. Yeah. Um, 
And then uh, the other one was Tyler, Tyler Perry. I thought Tyler Perry would, would just nail that. You know, he would do a good job. That's funny, because I'm not a big Tyler Perry fan, but... Yeah, last year he did that thing. Was it last year on TV? That big Easter thing. And, uh, did watch it? Oh, that yeah. was not awful. Did you like that? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> well, he, um, his speaking parts, no, he did a good job on his parts, yeah. <laughs> it was just everything the thing else. as a whole was a train wreck, but yeah. it seems like mm-hmm. his, his kind of thing. Man, I just kept thinking, is this really the best you could do? <laughs> Tr- Tr- Trisha, you're what is Mary? Yeah. <laughs> so what about old? What about if Medea does it instead of Tyler Perry? Oh, oh, that would be great. That could be better. That could be even better. Like so, listen, sit down, sit down, sit down. She sits her her <laughs> revolver right there on the podium, yeah. lectern, you know. And I got something to say. I got a That's piece great. of steel. <laughs> Some of the things that Lindsay uh, recommended, like Cece Winans. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or even. I love Amy Grant. Yes. That's who she I wanted to be for the first like half of my life until I decided to just be myself. Oh. <laughs> but... <laughs> Which is so much better I than love Amy Grant. Me some Amy. <laughs> oh, that's it. What, inspirational and depressing. Yeah. I had the heart in motion poster on my wall and I used to sing and pretend she could see me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, you know what would really flip the script on this would be, and I've never, I, in fairness, I've never seen the processional, but I did listen to the podcast a week or two ago and heard you guys' description and interview of the guy that's been there. Uh-huh. And uh, I was thinking, you know, this would be a tough one, but Robin Williams would have would have just uh. killed that. We've been watching a lot of Aladdin with our kids. That's where that's coming from. Yeah. 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 He would have been good. Uh, well, at the top of my list was the person I also said that I would want to have dinner with the Disney legend. And that's Julie Andrews. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So five years ago, I would have hands down said JK Rowling, but I follow her on Twitter. And now I'm like, you know, I don't know if I like you as a person. I just like you as an author. So maybe instead of her, but also from the Harry Potter universe, like Emma Watson, I think she would do a really good job. I went with the British theme, apparently. Why don't you like J.K. Rowling as a person? I mean, I'm sure she's fine. She's just so political on Twitter. Like, that's all she tweets all the time. Harsh political. Yeah, like, okay, enough. We know what you think. Like, she'll retweet someone and be like, don't follow this person. They believe blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dang. Whew. Go get your tea and crumpets and calm down. <laughs> Go write another story. No. Anyway, Emma Watson would be good. You guys are salty tonight. Ooh. <laughs> you like salty? Um, I also think Tom Hanks would do a great job. He's yeah. just kind of like, you know, America's sweetheart man version i don't know if that's a thing <laughs> his sweetheart man version. <laughs> but yeah. like everyone likes tom hanks you know yeah they True. do he would he would do a good job and actually the name that came to mind was america ferreira but i just found out she did it last year so oh. i would have liked to have seen that but i really like her i think she's got a good personality very likable would do a good job anyway yeah like you said matt there are so many names can i add two from the disney universe two i'm thinking of uh, Jeremy Irons would be good. Oh, yeah. I mean, very dark, you know. The Herod in Luke chapter 2. Um, <laughs> and then a Jim Cummings. And Jim Cummings could just do every narration as a different character. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, that would be good. 
<laughs> and people would be like, okay, stop. Bart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bother. Herod is trying to kill the new child. <laughs> uh, Did you say Mary is trying to kill the child? I said Herod. Oh, I was like, I think you misinterpreted that. <laughs> Number three, if you could create a specialty food item for Christmas time at the parks, what would it be? Um, I decided to go kind of old school traditional because I think this would fit in somewhere in Epcot. And that is, I've always wanted to try chestnuts roasting on an open fire. And mm. uh, I have never had them. So I thought maybe in the UK or in America... There could be some chestnuts roasting on an open fire somewhere. You could light the African outpost on fire and <laughs> then roast your chestnuts over that. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever had a chestnut. You know, neither have I. Do they like? You know, do I they, have. Are they, are they flavored? Like, do you put like like salt on them or like? They're butter? nutty. Well, I kind of guessed that. They had a chestnut ice cream at. Um, the hibachi place at Epcot once upon a time, and it came with a little sliver of chestnut on the side. Hmm. And I remember eating it like, well, this is interesting, but you're not very memorable. I don't know what it would be like roasted. Maybe they become, I mean, yeah, when nuts are roasted, they become nuttier. So maybe, I don't know. People seem to, it seems to have been a thing once. Is it like a pistachio? They look like Brazil nuts. They're kind of big. I think I always thought that was kind of a made-up thing. I, just like I didn't think like, Jack Frost was going to really nip at my nose. <laughs> I just always imagine like the ones that you get a sample of when you go in the mall, and they smell amazing, and you only get one, and you feel <laughs> like... covered nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like. and they never taste as good as they smell. No, mm-hmm. no. You put it in your mouth, yeah. and you're like... Ah, I can you know, I remember, how, I remember the day I found out that chestnuts didn't exist. <laughs> I, I was devastated. Oh. <laughs> um, mine is more like a, uh, a small meal, so kind of like your Feast of the Three Kings, or what is it that you had, Derek? Yeah, that's right. Well, that was the name of the booth. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So so mine would be something like that. It would be um, uh, the Italian Feast of the Seven Fishes, which is a traditional uh, Christmas Eve. It's like Italian Christmas dinner. You know, we do turkey and dressing on and ham and potatoes and stuff. They have this this big... Um, seven course uh, seafood meal and and there's different ways people do it like there's a first course that's uh, you know a little snack and then you have a stew and then you have a salad and you have something grilled and you have pasta and then you have dessert but you know they could just do something fairly generic maybe over in Italy and just have seven little booths where you can get one of each or maybe feature it as a little big tray that you order and it comes with seven little dishes on there that you get a little taste of those seven things and and there's like i said there's no one dish that this has got to be on there it's just seven courses mainly featuring seafood except for the dessert Hmm. i think that'd be i think that'd be cool i would do that so for a food booth you're talking a food booth or maybe just even a special at like uh the tutto d'italia or something like that Tony's Town Square. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> nobody would. Yeah, nobody would order. No, I'd be like, uh, spaghetti, please. No. And st- stay clear of the seafood at Tony's Town Square. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I think at Christmas time it's time to switch up the Mickey bar. Well, I mean, you can have that as a second option, but 
when I think Christmas, one of the flavors I think of is like peppermint and white chocolate. So if you did a sort of peppermint patty ice cream covered in white chocolate, but still just like a normal Mickey bar, like I'd be all over that thing. Mm. And it's Christmassy. That sounds delicious. It does sound great. Uh, right? I want one right yeah. now. Yeah, you're making me hungry. <laughs> so um, one of my favorite Christmas time uh, desserts is very simple. I'm a simple guy. And it's just a Ritz cracker with peanut butter, like a peanut butter Ritz cracker sandwich covered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just it just doesn't get much simpler, but it's sweet and it's salty and it's, you know, got that protein in there. You just I'm feeling it all the way. <laughs> Matter of fact, we just got finished re- whipping up a batch. And so um, I was thinking and Lindsay had this idea. I was like, what if you did like a Mickey shaped uh, like, did like one big Ritz cracker yeah. and then the two little ones for the ears? Yeah. And covered it in chocolate Perfect. with peanut butter in the middle. Or what if you did it with an Oreo and two little Oreos and sprinkled peppermint on top of it? Yes. Uh, I'm surprised they don't do something like that, to be honest. I know. Seems so simple. (laughs) Interesting. So much you could do with that. There really is. Um, Our friend Ruben works at Amaret's Patisserie. We'll get, we'll stick him on that idea. Yes. Of course, they're a little more refined than Ritz crackers (laughs) dipped in chocolate. Ritz crackers and peanut butter. They might turn their nose up a Ritz cracker, but call it something else. I'm sure there's a fancier cracker to be had at Disney. Like but... a nice dinner cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. You guys don't get out much, do you? No, not often. Our cracker tastes are really unrefined. No. You've been classy. Well, I mean, like, we even take, like, all the off-brand Ritz crackers. <laughs> <laughs> we have to shop at Aldi if you're going to go to Disney World six times in a year. You have to... <laughs> You gotta spend your money where it counts. Amen. That's right. We buy horse meat all year round so we can just enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number four. If the great movie ride became the great Christmas movie ride during the holidays, what is one or two scenes that you would be sure to add? So we went with, this might be a little bit on the nose, but uh, I just thought, you just can't beat It's a Wonderful Life. And I know that there's naysayers. But there's just iconic scenes with, uh, what's the little girl's name? That every time a bell rings, yeah, an angel gets its wings. Uh, and then we kind of, Lindsay was saying, you know, you probably want to have like Turner classic movies represented in there. So, you know, Miracle on 34th Street or my favorite, Scrooge McDuck. Ah, uh, of course. Fancy. Well, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Um... I think the same. I think you should have the Santa Claus because I really like that movie, Tim Allen classic, mm-hmm. and uh, the North Pole. I think is like a really, it would be a really wow moment when you come around the corner and see all the animatronic elves doing their thing, and they've got the train that comes by with all the toys on it, and it's like multi levels. I think it's like three or four stories, and you can see them all at once because there's a big hole in the middle of the room. I think I'm remembering this correctly. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, but I felt like that would be a very energetic scene. Lots happening all around you. Um, and I also thought you got to have a Christmas story where the kids are outside licking the uh, pole and his tongue <laughs> is stuck to it. I think that'd be a fun little scene to drive by. I'm picturing the audio animatronic just like going back and forth, like with, with stretching uh, the tongue. Exactly. Yeah. Like Sven in the Frozen mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. 
yeah, my one, mine was uh, I have I have I have two. Well, that was the question, wasn't it? Um, Christmas story is one. Um, because when the people debate like on Facebook and such, you know, about what's your like go to Christmas movie, it's either Christmas story or Christmas vacation. I see those the most. And so those are my two choices. And I too was thinking of the kids outside with the boy with his uh, tongue stuck to the, 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 the pole. But then maybe also as you kind of go further, it's inside, um, kid's name's Ralphie, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was doubting myself. Yeah, um, inside Ralphie's house, and his dad's there with the box. And, um, well, the, the the little leg lamp is already set up, so you can see it. But the, the box is still there, and he's saying, Fragile, it's Italian or whatever. <laughs> and then uh, the Christmas vacation scene, this would require a state-of-the-art um, <laughs> anima- audio animatronic of Chevy Chase. And it would be the scene where he is doing his infamous and uh inappropriate rant at the end of the the movie where where do you, where do you think you're going yeah <laughs> oh no we're all in this together uh just the whole thing perfect you know in the movie it's perfectly centered there in the doorway and i think that's where it could be like point of view like you're coming by and then you see the backs of everybody else and and maybe as you're about to round the corner, cousin Eddie just turns around and gives you that okay, like really nice uh, thing with his with his hand. I think that would be pretty good. I think you're gonna say the where they light. Do I, do I try to where they light the hat? Oh gosh, I, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. But is, don't, aren't there like a ton of Christmas lights on the house? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that'd be the exterior. Yeah, like that'd be a nice scene. Like all of a sudden they just light there's, up. There's too many iconic scenes. I was just thinking of something to feature a nice animatronic. No, in I like that that idea of that an, uh, animatronic, and that can be like a very uh, adult version. Yeah, uncensored. Because <laughs> when Santa squeezes his fat white, <laughs> such a good moment. Yeah, uh, my moment is from White Christmas. Which kind of tra- uh, kind of transitions from Matt because he references <laughs> Bing Crosby tap dancing in that monologue. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, I like the part when they're on the train and they they're singing about snow. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, we just watched that Saturday at our little movie night here at the church, and I the le- the one lady. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. She keeps talking about washing her hair with snow, and I'm like, why Why do you want to do that so much? <laughs> Like every time she gets a chance, she's like, "I'm washing my hair with snow." It's like, I okay. want to wash my hands, my face, and hair with snow. It's like we got it, lady. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know how cold that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a great scene, though. Good call. Um, I feel like you need something from Elf. I just couldn't think of the right scene. I mean, I guess you could have like the classroom at the very beginning, where all the elves are in the normal sized desk, and he's about to bust out of his, and they're all. Saying the best way to spread Christmas cheer. I no, I just need, what? Really? I just don't like it. I think it's <gasps> oh. oh. I've tried really oh. hard. I even own it. <laughs> <laughs> I feared if I bought it, I would love it. <laughs> uh, well, it was free. It was free with the Google Play account that I had. Uh, Jeremy, did you say your number two? We don't talk about that on this show. <laughs> my other one, oh, we've reached that level already. Um, my other one was Christmas Vacation. That, oh, okay. uh, simply that scene as well. But um, 
I like the idea of having. You could, I want the part where you could have him where he's yelling Santa. You know. Oh Santa! yeah. <laughs> I know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, next question: If Walt Disney World let you keep one thing when they take down all of the Christmas stuff in January, what would you keep, and what would you do with it? Uh, okay, it's got to be the gingerbread car from the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade that Vanellope von Schweetz drives. That thing is awesome. The headlights work and everything. And I don't know what I would do with it other than just drive around and look awesome. Mm. I think that's what people would say about you, too. <laughs> that guy's awesome. <laughs> he looks awesome. No. I would just, like, drive it through the mall, maybe. Or, uh, <laughs> like, give my niece and nephews rides in the gingerbread car. I would like to take all of the things from the Christmas tree trail and <laughs> burn them. Just burn them up. <laughs> Everything. Every last bit of it. I mean, down to the the barriers and the little tablecloths and the the guardrails and the workers. Just every, all of it. Hey, throw those throw those uh, terrible candles and those wreaths in there. Oh, that now, Jeremy, that the other my other answer of something like you know I had the negative answer. My positive answer was a wreath from Main Street for my front door because I love oh, those things. I do too. Nothing says Merry Christmas like a big old fat nasty looking melted candle. <laughs> that's not a candle. I think that we need to work through some like subliminal childhood subconscious issues or something. No, I do take offense to this because I used to work at Hallmark and they used to call me... <laughs> I am offended by overweight candles. <laughs> they, they used to call me the Candle King and I take that title very seriously. So I'm, I know my candles is what I'm saying and wax does not melt like that. It's an, it's an exaggerated effect. That's the point. The only time I've ever seen wax melt like that is on a cheap Christmas candlelight church service candle <laughs> and that burns to the, your fingertips in mm-hmm. uh, 30 seconds and everybody's going out, out through halfway through silent night when everybody's got their candle in. <laughs> yeah. Disney is better than that. That's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Matt, is those, are those the wreaths you were talking about? Because they also have the ones just on the street lamps or the street poles. Oh, you know, I meant the ones up on the uh, on the little hangers that used to go across. I like the little candles in the middle. Yeah, I do too. Well, that's what makes this show so great. The differences of our opinions. <laughs> so much diversity. <laughs> Some have said. It was the candles that split up the Mad Chatters. Yeah. <laughs> so Is can we go everybody? next? One more. Uh, so I, I just kept imagining, like, what would I like? Not so much what would I want, but what would I do with it? Because there's so many things. It's like, what am I gonna do with? Like, where am I gonna store that? You know? And I just, I think I took this question way too literally. Like, I'm actually gonna have a chance to go in and <laughs> take something. <laughs> it's a big decision. The only thing I could really like hone in on was a head of like one of the toy soldier heads from the parade. And I just kept imagining that, like that little, like the hole in the in the mouth where they play the trumpets through. And I just thought I could just sit on the couch and wear the head and watch. (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, And just watch TV and like drink a Slurpee with a straw, you know, like through the little. (laughs) That is so creepy. (laughs) It's so weird. I don't know why. I just thought wake our kids up with like a bullhorn. Yeah, I'm like I could I could get some use out of that. I could get some use out of that 
costume head. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'll the head. See. I don't want the rest of it. And yeah, I know. That works great. Hating colorful Christmas decorations yeah. like Jeremy because they were so I like wake him up every morning with his head on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's interesting. What do you say, Lens? I might be inclined to take one of those little mini horses from the parade. Just because who oh didn't want gosh. one of those? They were so cute. They were so cute. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. And that that pulled, um, was it Cinderella's carriage? Oh, I think Anna and Elsa have some too. Oh, maybe mm. it was Anna and Elsa. Maybe it's both. Uh, I know you're talking about, yeah. I was just so taken by the horses that I didn't really even pay attention who, to who they were pulling. <laughs> but they were just so magical. I would like one of those horses, please. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> they had several. So I think they could spare one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I do have to say, like, every parade where they have that massive car that holds, like, a whole family in the back seat, and that's usually, like, the Grand Marshal or whatever they call it, like, that starts the parade. I'm always, like, every time I see that car, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to I'm gonna build that my someday. I'm going to come up with the means and the way to build a car, like, that's twice as big as the natural car. Just cruise it around. It's not necessarily Christmas car, but it was in that parade, and I thought, oh, every time I see it, I think I want that car. I want it bad. And then you in that and me in my gingerbread car, we can have like a little mini parade of our own. <laughs> we can like, yeah, oh yeah. We I'll just ride that tiny horse behind y'all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll just bring up the rear with that tiny with mini, mini horse. horse. <laughs> oh, little like Sebastian. A like a little Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, little Sebastian. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Um, I, I had difficulty with this one. I really, really, really love the Christmas tree at Animal Kingdom. It's probably my favorite of all mm-hmm. the Christmas trees. Uh, but what would I do with it the rest of the year? Who knows? So I've decided um, I'm going to take the Joyful Noise uh, singers, and I'm just going to have them <laughs> sing to me every day. <laughs> You're just taking people with you. I mean, if she can take a horse, I can take the black gospel singers. Okay, That's right. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. They don't need them till Christmas time anyway. So. That's true. <laughs> You're good. You know what? I just found out that they did this year because we were at Yacht Club and this wasn't set up yet. But they do that little train display. It's like a miniature train and it drives around a little Christmas village. And there are yeah. moving Skyway buckets and there are moving little people. I want that whole thing just to set up in my house and watch. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. If you ever get a chance to go see it online or in person, but the next question, number six: If you could create a Christmas film or TV special using current Disney characters, what would you do? And John, you might be—I'm figuring this out through this through this thing. You might be my spirit animal <laughs> because uh, my answer is Ducktales, and I, mm-hmm. I was literally just at home watching Ducktales with my my little girl before she went to bed. Um, and I, you know, the, you get, we're getting the revival uh, this year, 2017. Uh, a little unsure about all that. We'll see how it goes. But I think that there's a heavy draw that could do like a little ABC 30 minute, um, you know, Sunday night special featuring Scrooge and the nephews and Christmas and Mrs. Beakley and Launchpad and the whole, the whole mm. nine yards. I think that would be wonderful. Hmm. I'd watch it. Not a not a Christmas Carol kind of thing. Maybe just like a little Christmassy adventure. I don't know. My answer is to remake. I mean, kind of remake. It's a Wonderful Life, 
uh, but tell it in like 30 minutes using the Toy Story characters where Woody, like everyone looks to Woody, you know, and he's so char- he's so tired of being in charge and being the guy who has to answer all the questions and solve all the problems. And then so someone, you know, takes him through what the world would be like if he weren't around and not really know what that would look like. Um, like Rex would have no self-confidence. Yeah. You know, he'd kill himself or something. I don't know. And <laughs> maybe Bo Peep is shacked up with Lotso. Um, <laughs> word. Maybe. Maybe. Um, maybe, up. maybe Andy's like gothic and I don't know. He's like, he's all scary town. From the for straight from the nineties, yes. <laughs> anyway. Mr. Potato Head is like the ruler of the Andy's room, and it's just a hot, unorganized mess. Mm. Well, to be fair, Andy was a kid in the nineties, so that would make sense. Jesse is-, is on display at the museum in Japan. <gasps> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know? See, this could work, and I feel like that world, the Toy Story, Toy Story world has built those characters so well that you can almost do any story you want and make it really good. The the penguin with the broken squeaker has become a dog toy to Sid's neighbor dog. Oh, Wheezy. Wheezy, yeah. (laughs) This is so sad. Yeah. (laughs) Until the end, of course. Yeah. Woody, you didn't, um, I don't know, jump into the fire. Yeah, and... Ooh, uh, that <laughs> I'm picturing like the alien could be like the alien, uh, the the angel. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I have saved your life. Yeah. We should write this. It's we basically should. what we're saying. Yeah. Let's get on that. Uh, my idea was that um, I would like to see what Christmas time looks like in Zootopia. So I'm picturing like a little 30-minute show, uh, you know, featuring those characters. I don't know, you know, what they would do exactly. But, you know, that show was all about harmony and bringing people together or animals together and not judging people and, and that kind of thing, which I think is really the core essence of Christmas time. So I think there's other options to be explored in the Zootopian universe. What would they celebrate in Zootopia Christmas? Um, like maybe. Baby Elephant Jesus. Baby Elephant Jesus. That would be... <laughs> I was thinking about that with Whoville the other night, watching The Grinch. I was like, why Why do they celebrate Christmas? I'm just overthinking things a little bit, <laughs> yes, I guess. Yes, you were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, we just took our kids to see Moana. And hmm. so we've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube videos of Moana songs. And so it's kind of in our brain. So I was thinking it would be interesting to do one that was like a a, a Christmas in the Islands kind of thing, yes. like a Malakaliki Maka. A little bit of that, and and take that turn with that, and see. That would a little be more tropical Christmas. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's so much you could do with the characters in that story, and then just the Christmas celebrations and the movie. Did you guys see the movie? Yeah, it was just. I mean, yes. even if it was, like, depending on how you felt about the story, but, like, the movie was beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. just the scenery and the, the water. I want to live there. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. So, we were big fans. But, the uh, yeah, I think they could just really nail a Christmas special. Oh, yeah. Now would be the time to do it, because that movie's the hottest thing right now. Yeah, yeah. 
capitalized. Keep it, gotta keep that bottom line, you know. <laughs> exactly. What number are we on again? Seven. As bad as the Disney Springs trail tree tree trail is, <laughs> what is one tree Disney could add or a current tree Disney could change to make it even worse? That is some feat making that thing worse than it is. Yeah. My idea was to take the Lilo and Stitch tree and add scratch and sniff chili dogs. Yeah. Hey, interactivity already makes it better. Sorry. <laughs> you know, they would probably just staple real chili dogs to the tree. Put <laughs> <laughs> them sit there for like two months with 100 degrees. Yeah. Uh, that's nasty. My answer is to add a fox and the hound tree. Oh. And so you like fill it with like fox traps yeah. and like real rifles, real yeah real loaded shotguns <laughs> and then like dip the end of each branch in like red paint so it looks like it's just dripping blood oh good lord you could have like fox tails <laughs> and fox skin caps <laughs> have you seen the movie yeah i mean he survives but <gasps> no spoiler dang it uh but, you know, the whole idea is that the hound's main mission in life is to hunt the fox. And you could have an owl. The treetopper could be the owl. And it sings that song. That friend song. What's it called? When you're the best of friends. <laughs> yes, yeah. She could warble that. Warble. <laughs> <laughs> That's that song, not the not the best of friends song. That's a good song, but the song that the old lady sings when she drops off the fox into the woods. Um, oh, how's it go, Matt? You know what I'm talking about. I, I've never seen the movie all the way through. What? I own it. Oh. I, it's one of those. I don't want to subject myself to that kind of emotionalism. So yeah, it's not great. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, if they played that song, just coming out of the tree that would get me off <laughs> i feel like that would be the most artistic tree um that is true present. that is true uh, did i say bear traps i meant pieces of paper with bear traps drawn on them you said fox <laughs> or traps. fox traps because that's a thing come on get it We're right moving into different movies now well i don't know if fox traps exist like i think they're just animal traps yeah just wild game traps there you go yeah but they would be made out of aluminum foil. Like, let's be honest. That's right. <laughs> pipe clean, pipe cleaners. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Great. With like, it's like a pipe cleaner with like um, bugles, like the chips, like glued to them <laughs> <Yeah>. spikes. <laughs> exactly. Bugles. <laughs> oh. My answer is High School Musical. <laughs> I was thinking about that ratchet Muppet tree with just the random unthemed elements in there, and you could do the same thing. It's like a, like a, a sneaker, uh, a, a basketball, mm-hmm. like, um, like a uh, I don't know. microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some little lip, some lip gloss. <laughs> uh, condoms. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what? Teens these, you know, teens these of days. Of course, of course. Kids. You could have like wildcat pennants. That would be kind of cool, actually. Never mind, scratch that. No, that wouldn't be cool at all. 
<laughs> I think it would. This is making it worse. You, you don't mm. understand the question. I'm making it worse. Did you guys see this? John and Lindsay, was it there when you went? We're at a disadvantage because I can only listen to how horrible it was. <laughs> I, yeah. I looked at pictures. Oh, you did? Yeah. So, I mean, they're just... Eh. They're pretty awful. And I kept, I just kept thinking, like, at the end, like, you guys are going to, like, walk down the trail and at the end realize, like, these actually were elementary school classes that put these trees together. You, you like, one would think. I would believe it. Right, right. That, like, like, it's cool for the blind. <laughs> oh, I kept thinking, like, <laughs> I just kept thinking, like, they're going to feel really bad when they see that sign at the end that says, <laughs> that's sponsored by, like, Make a Wish. Yeah. Make a wish. <laughs> the Helen Keller. Yeah, the Helen Keller Academy. School of Freemaking. I don't know. So, we, I, so I understand there already is a Little Mermaid themed tree, but, you know, you could always make it worse. And so you could take that tree and just make it instead of like a tree, you would just make it like out of coral, which would, I just kept imagining like you walk around and you see this like lump of rocks, just a pile of rocks. <laughs> and they're like, well, this is like, what do you think Ariel is decorating? Like, this is, this is her tree, you know? And then just like scattered around with like dead fish and <laughs> shells. <laughs> Flounder, like they have a fish that looks exactly like flounder. We can stay. Flounder just filleted out on yeah. a tray. <laughs> like a fish place sandwich, just got a wrapper laying on the side. Like it happens to the best. From McDonald's, that's great. I feel like that would be really artsy. Yeah, just it's an interpretation of yeah. what a tree may may look like under the sea. Oh man, it's so funny because all these ideas. I'm like, I'm surprised they didn't do that actually. <laughs> Based on what we saw. Like, the High School Musical one, especially. I, like, mm-hmm. if they're listening to this, they're like, dang it, do we have time to add a 16? Oh. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> we missed that, yeah. We got some, we got some basketballs. <laughs> but don't worry, just make some out of, like, little plastic balls from the ball pit and put, draw Sharpie lines on it. <laughs> oh, man. Staple some sweaty gym shorts up on there. Yeah, just like a jock strap hanging off the side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, my. All right. Number eight. Let's say Disney made a TV special telling the nativity story using different or using current Disney characters. Who would who would play what? I just started reading this year. So you have to bear with me. (laughs) Um, So we (laughs) we were talking about this and had a little bit of like a, a difficulty, you know, coming up with a cast that would work. And then it just hit us all of a sudden. And Lindsay's like, Darth Vader would have to play Joseph because. <laughs> Jesus, I am your earthly father. <laughs> and then from there, it really just unraveled quickly for us. So like Princess Leia playing the part of Mary and whoa, 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 Jesus. Whoa, whoa. I mean, that's his daughter. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that would get well, weird. I mean, it is they're playing roles yeah, here. Yeah, so. not, she did yeah. kiss her brother, so it's not that funny. Yeah. It's not yeah. like she's totally opposed. Yeah, <laughs> there's room for interpretation here, but. You know, Luke. If she was a virgin anyway. You had nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, and I was like, who would play the wise man? Like, oh, definitely Yoda, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yoda, Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> playing the part of the shepherds, we'd have Chewie and Han. So, <laughs> yeah, shepherds, smugglers. Yeah. It all makes yeah. sense. It's yeah. all. It's 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 really pretty close. So, and then of course playing the role of Jesus. The, uh, the Christ is Luke Skywalker, so it's not a it's not a heavy role at the beginning. So, 
like grown Luke Skywalker? <laughs> no, like a like you know, like baby Luke. Okay. Wrapped in swaddling cloth. Actually, instead, what about a little Ewok? That would be cute. Yeah. That would yeah. be cute. Yeah. A swaddling Ewok. That's mm-hmm. kind of adorable. Who could deny that? Hmm. Well, I I chose the Muppets because I thought you know that that's a cast that is eclectic as well. So it would be like the Muppets Jesus story or whatever they could call it. And, um, you know, you, you could have Kermit and Miss Piggy, of course, being Mary and Joseph and uh, Rizzo being baby Jesus. Of course. And then I'm picturing like um, uh, Beaker and um, Dr. Uh, Honeydew uh, being like the wise men, uh, maybe with Sam the Eagle. They all seem very wise and yeah. would bring like scientific gifts you know that kind of thing and maybe like the frankincense would like explode in beaker's face of you know because it's comedy it's funny stuff like that and gonza would be a shepherd but instead of having sheep it'd be the, his chickens oh uh, yeah that's good yeah you know it'd be a nice little retelling there well we said disney characters i just i went crazy so uh mine is certainly these characters are not in their own universe. They are in the singular. They are playing the parts. Let's just say it that way. So this is like your House of Mouse style Christmas story. Uh, Minnie and Mickey are Mary and Joseph. I mean, sure. she's like Minnie and they're perpetually betrothed and asexual. So um, <laughs> Minnie and Mickey. Uh, the Toy Story characters are the shepherds uh, and, and, and the sheep. I feel like that would just be like they're up in Andy's room. They're kind of common, middle-class family. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, Jesus or whatever the anointed child would be in this scenario uh, is born. Go see him. Um, the three wise men, not that there were three necessarily and not that they came to the manger. <laughs> Go read it. It's not in there. But just, just for nostalgic sake. Um, Ludwig von Drake, uh, Jiminy Cricket, and Rafiki are the, the three. <laughs> I feel like they make up all th- like three different um, intellectual, you know, kind of categories, spiritual intellectual categories. Um, Herod is played by Scar. I think that makes sense. Um, he's very murderous. Uh, and someone's trying to steal his throne. Yes, and there's random Disney animals. Uh, I mean, you know, if they're in the, we're in the stable, it's just like, you know, Chip and Dale are wandering around. Octavius and Gus Gus are there. Uh, the cows from um, uh, Home on the Range are there. Listen, I've said for years, it's not a nativity scene until Roseanne Barr is involved. That's right. Uh, Maurice is the innkeeper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and last, I casted it. I had a I cast everybody. You got the innkeeper. That's yeah. Funny. The blue fairy is like the angel that comes and tells the oh. Toy Story people where to find um, whatever this character is. This sounds terrible, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it would be terrible. That's my Disney nativity sacrilege. That's good. I was all over the place too. Uh, I went with, I guess, obvious because her name is Mary, but I feel like Mary Poppins could be Mary and Mm. she could do like some, you know, like her little tricks along the way, like when, and Bert is Joseph, by the way. And like when he's trying to put her on a donkey, you know, like she conjures up this really fancy saddle to ride on or something. I don't know. Um, and then, 
Just like the Bible. <laughs> exactly. And then when they get to the inn, it's the Happiness Hotel from <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> is that the Great Muppet Caper, I think? Yes. Yeah. But there's no room for them, obviously. So they have to go out into the stable. And then the shepherds are played by Yao, Ling, and Chin Po from Mulan. Because <laughs> I feel like they all have three very distinct personalities, and I feel like they'd be fun shepherds. Okay, the angels, this is the best part. The angels are played by the muses in Hercules, and they sing like this big old gospel, <laughs> like glory to God in the highest song. Um, they have their own you know, showstopper number. And then the wise men, in a twist, are going to be played by the three fairies from Sleeping Beauty because you know how they each gave Aurora a gift, like the gift of beauty and all that. And they could present these gifts to the baby, who I didn't really cast because he's a baby. Um, I don't know, Jack-Jack, I guess, from Incredibles. (laughs) (laughs) He could, like, light on fire. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to watch all four of these. That's pretty good. Um, (laughs) All right, number uh, nine. If you could give a holiday overlay to any Walt Disney World attraction, what would you do? Now, we this is one we previously kind of discussed, right? Yeah, last time we did this, we just said... Um, so this was like two years ago, so we thought, you know, it's safe to do it again. But I, look, I listened back, and we just said a holiday overlay like any holiday. So Matt's was Halloween, and then... Jungle Cruise. Yes, very good. And then Jeremy said Big Thunder Mountain... And then I said, "Rockin' Polar Coaster" for <laughs> for that ride. So we'll have to pick different answers this time. For those listeners out there who follow us on Twitter, and you're always wondering who comes up with those wonderfully punny things, uh, it's Derek. You are welcome. Always, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> okay, well I'll go first. Um, this again is a little bit punny. I'm sorry. And it's not as good as Rock and Polar Coaster, I'm going to admit. But instead of Test Track, we're going to do Festive Track. Which That's didn't, terrible. I know. <laughs> it didn't quite work. It didn't quite work. Uh, but Festive Track. And so, I mean, you know, it's all like digital anyway. So it's just a matter of changing the colors of the lights that glow. I mean, heck, there's even the scene with the trees. Like, decorate those with ornaments and you've got Christmas trees. You know? Um, like when they swerve, you could be avoiding reindeer or something. Um, and then when it blows like the air on you, it could be like really cold air and a snow machine blows snow out. But the best part, you have to ride it at night because when you go outside, there's a tunnel that completely envelops you all the way around the track made out of Christmas lights. Like, you know, when those tacky streets when you drive down and it's just a tunnel of Christmas lights. That's what it's going to be. And of course, it plays Christmas music. The Tree of Siberian of Orchestra, no doubt. That would be awesome, yes. That sounds terrible. Um, you could just say, I mean, why would you just say Fest, fest Track? I, I thought of that, but then it's like, you you misspelled Fast. That was Fast. Would you like design a sleigh instead of a car? Oh, I yeah. like that, yeah, for sure. That's a good idea. Hey, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> They're never going to do that. No, yeah. not gonna happen. So I would weep openly if that was on WD, uh, one of the, the the little announcements right now. I would just weep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my answer is Big Thunder Mountain. 
Um, I don't remember what Jeremy said about Big Thunder Mountain. Was it a Christmas uh, overlay? I, d- I don't remember either. What did I say about that? I don't remember either. I just looked back at the show notes, and that's what it said. I'm sure it was genius, whatever it was, but anyway. Well, mine is Santa's uh, Big Thunder Mountain, Santa's runaway mine train sleigh ride thing. Um, oh, this is my, the- my idea is definitely way better than that, but anyways, go ahead. Now look, now I think that um, this would require a lot of, like, you know, I mean, overlay, so like, snow cap some of the mountain uh, peaks there and then the storyline is that Santa you know while flying through the west had his uh, he did not see the peak of whatever that mountain is and and crashed into it so he's having to use the town's runaway mine train to deliver presents to the townsfolk and so there's an actual prop of Santa's sleigh like crashed into the mountain and there's some smoke and lighting effects going on there and uh you know, and uh, throughout the, the the town is all painted up for Christmas, and there's some like reindeer instead of some of the other things because they're scattered around. You know, they've they've gotten away from the sleigh, so they're scattered around throughout the 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 ride. Um, so the trains are overlaid with some Christmas decoration. Maybe there's some music playing, and um, you know, the the general idea is just Santa's in a hurry on the mine train to get the presents to the people. Uh, since this sleigh broke down. That's actually not bad. No, not at all. I like it. Play Run Run Rudolph the whole time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got the new lighting on the mountain. You could just like flash red and green, red and green. Yeah. Um, so mine is an overlay of Star Tours, and it's going to be uh, a celebration of Life Day which is from the Star Wars holiday special in 1978. Uh-huh. And so instead of um, C-3PO driving, it's going to be the B. Arthur character. I forget her name, uh, but she's going to be your driver. And um, I don't know. I can't quite put together exactly why she's driving your Star Tours vehicle, but maybe there's like some, um, some delivering life day presents. Is that a thing? Maybe I've never seen it. Yeah. First of all, did you say see through PO? See, see, see three PO. (laughs) See through, see through PO. I don't, I don't remember what I said, but it's a life day. You know, is a Wookiee holiday. It's like a celebration of like, you know, that like remembering people who died, but also like celebrating new birth. And um, so maybe like in life day, they give gifts and. Oh no, all the gifts got stuck in transport, and so you got to get to the Wookiee planet to deliver it to all the young Wookiees. Okay. All right. Don't judge me. I'm not. I'm th- <laughs> I'm thinking it through. Oh, okay. Celebration of Life Day. It sounds like some other Earth Day thing. It sounds like something we would get a pin for at Animal Kingdom and a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> it does indeed. It might be something you get a pin for at Hollywood Studios in a couple of years when Star Wars Land opens. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, we kind of had a split split up with. Uh... Okay, so my favorite. <laughs> well, one of my favorites. I love Small World, mm-hmm. and I know my. Okay, so my mom went with us in October and has not been since she was sixteen, <laughs> and really didn't want to ride it because she still can't get the song out of her head from then, but. I love it, and I think it would just be such a fun multicultural Christmas party. 
in that place. Like you could just decorate according to every country and every place. Uh, yeah. And John kind of fun of me because I love it because it reminds me of heaven <laughs> at the end. Because everybody's Hallelujah. singing the same song. Yes. yes. And they're all in white. Anyway. Yes. We turned the corner of that room and she's like, this is just like heaven. I just know it. <laughs> Except for the clowns. The clowns yeah. are thinking yeah. second death. I'm hoping there'll be a little less paper mache in heaven. Yeah. Lots of glitter. Yeah. Papier mache will be in the lake of fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, wait, you know yeah. they do that in Disneyland, right? The holiday yeah. overlay? Okay. Yeah. And it is beautiful. I the, can imagine. The outside, I mean, I haven't ridden it, but the outside from pictures and the inside, too. It's like, why don't we do this here? Because it looks awesome. Well, the outside of it in Disneyland is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're totally gypped. A little bit. I love it. Yeah, the, yeah. When we went and saw it at Disneyland, I thought, what is going on with this ride? It's just crazy there. The small world is clearly a bigger deal here. Apparently, they're into this over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like it's on land. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I was thinking, like, I just I just felt like, you know, like the mixture of the hot and the cold with, like, the Haunted Mansion and a Christmas layover. And I don't know, I just... I'm not exactly sure how that would pan out. Um, so not Nightmare Before Christmas then? No, not so much. But more like just like the ghost with like, you know, uh, you know, Santa suits. and. Because nothing says, happy birthday, baby Jesus. Like a good ghost, <laughs> ghost ride. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Jesus. Sorry, your party's so lame. So <laughs> Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. I don't know. Maybe you could like incorporate a little bit of like baby Jesus bringing people back. I don't know. You could do something. <laughs> oh my word! Just kind of liven up the party a little bit. Like, have you know. read the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> that was a little later in Jesus' career, but you know. So, well, with that, we come to the final question of our Christmas-themed Mad Cue party, and it's this: If a freak blizzard. Freak being the keyword, passed through Orlando. Where in Walt Disney World would you want to be snowed in? I'll kick things off by saying I, this was hard, but I think I would want to be snowed in at the Contemporary Resort because, like, it's a resort, so you have, you have room to roam. Like, you're not just, like, stuck in one place for hours at a time. Also, Contempo Cafe, hello, love that place, all the food you can eat. But also, I would want to go up to the roof and see Magic Kingdom, like get that awesome view of Magic Kingdom just covered in snow. I think that would be awesome. Now, you know, the castle wouldn't be there. Why? Because they would have taken it down. (laughs) Of course. They dismantled it into 1,000 pieces. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, So... I, we kind of read the question and I thought, I, I'm guessing, like, I, would, I don't know, I just had my, my scope of imagination centered on, like, Magic Kingdom itself. And so, um, I, I mean, an obvious choice would be, like, any of the resorts because you have food and lodging and... Well, thanks, John, for calling my answer obvious. A little on the nose there, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if that were the case, yeah. I think I would have to be stuck in the Polynesian just because I could probably eat Ohana yeah. Every day. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I would die of a heart attack by like the third yeah, day. Yeah, we probably wouldn't last long, but no. we'd be real happy. Going. I have no control in that restaurant whatsoever. So you can warm up by that big fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could be amazing. But I was thinking through this, and I was like, I think that 
inside of the Magic Kingdom, if it had to be there, I guess would be the Cinderella Castle. With the caveat that I could go anywhere and do whatever I wanted. Like, there wouldn't be cast members saying, all right, you have to stay in this defined area and eat your box lunches and wait out the storm. Um, he wants to be he wants to be king of that castle. <laughs> I do. I want to roll that joint. And so I just think that, like, <laughs> I, I I would, like, sleep up in, the, like, the magic suite in the top, and I would eat at Cinderella's, like, royal table by myself. And yeah. I just kept imagining being by myself, too. I don't know why. I, I thought mean, there's, there's a lot of different there. scenarios at play, in play here other than... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could go for a ride on that zip line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just, like, zip line down and then poof, into a big old pile of snow, and it'd be great. Mine is a resort as well. You know, I thought, first of all, I could just be stuck on Pirates of the Caribbean forever. Um, wow. And, but I, just, I went with the Wilderness Lodge, because if it's snowy outside, mm-hmm. and it's wintry, you know, that's the kind of setting I would love to be in. The big fireplace, and warm food and you know even if they just said you know if they gave me the option like hey we're providing uh complimentary rooms for people who are stranded or you can sleep in the lobby i'll probably pick the lobby you know so uh, even if they said you just get to sleep in the lobby i'd be pretty happy so free you know they give me some hot chocolate or coffee and i'd be pretty set for a few days hot tub oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's not bad. Nope. I I approach this question a little more uh, pragmatically than others. I thought about the fact that uh, if you're snowed in, you're going to need some food and beverages and those kind of things. So I said uh, living with the land in the greenhouse there. <laughs> oh. It would also be warm because even in wintertime, greenhouses stay warm and you have lots of food. I was probably picturing the movie Biodome in my head, channeling that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a reference you probably didn't expect to hear on the show. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Oh, you don't know what oh. you're missing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, well, now I've got more homework. Golden Girls and Biodome. Don't even say them in the same sentence. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not endorsing Biodome. I'm just referencing it. Yes. That's a smart answer. So you're just like, but some of those plants, I'm like, mm I could not just snack on I now I can't even think of what like poinsettias or whatever plants I'm not have. eating the plants that have been fueled by fish poop <laughs> <laughs> no, not gonna do it. they all probably taste good and if you don't have if you don't like them you just put them in a fruit salad you act like there's not food at the resorts there's there's food at the wilderness lodge I'm thinking that this freak storm came through and I don't have time to get to the resorts. Where am I going? I'm going to Living with the Land. It's better than going to... Uh, you don't have time uh, to get Michigan to the resort, State. but you... Oh, because you're in the park. Is that what you're saying? I'm, yes, I'm in the park. And I'm like, do I go spend time with Gary Sinise and die there? Or do I go to Living with the Land? <laughs> well, if it's between Gary Sinise and Living with the Land, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. Very true. I've said it for years. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I think that does it for this week's Mad Q Party. So thanks, John and Lizzie, for joining us. That was very fun. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Yeah, thank you all. Well, until I run into you next time at Disney World. 
<laughs> I hope you have a wonderful <laughs> Christmas and a happy new year. Yeah, we'll see you out there and the, uh, at the confectionery. <laughs> probably so, you kid. But I probably the next time I see you will probably be in Walt Disney World. That's probably true. <laughs> Well, thanks again to our special guests, John and Lindsay, and their dog, who really wanted to be on this week's show. Uh, That was so much fun. I'm glad they could join us. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Thanks again for tuning into our little podcast here. Uh, You can always find us online on Twitter at Mad Chatters and Instagram at Mad Chatters and Facebook and send your comments to comments at madchatters.net. We'll see you next year. Take a little time to find the magic in every day. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, uh, you know, whatever. And also by next year, I meant next week, because it'll still be 2016. Dang it. (laughs) Fail. (laughs) 